a move to make tattoo parlors in Pennsylvania safer, and a mid-state community is reeling after the suicide of an 11-year-old. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Friday, November 14th, and this is being recorded at 7.33 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started at the state capitol. Lawmakers are looking to regulate tattoo parlors to make them cleaner and safer. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports the legislation is aimed at finding ways to approve licenses and increase safety in the least costly and burdensome way. Representative Abby Major says she probably has more tattoos than anyone in the state house. The Armstrong Republican is also sponsoring a bill to increase the safety of tattoo parlors. She says many tattoo artists are buying cheap equipment online and running unregulated. They're giving people these tattoos. They have no background knowledge on sterilization, sanitation, and uh, they're getting infected. They run the risk for um, things like hepatitis or HIV doing these things. Under the bill, certified parlors could only employ artists, including guest artists, who are licensed by the Department of Health. So the business must be certified by the department and have yearly inspections to ensure it's up to code. The Biden administration is requesting that Congress set aside one and a half billion dollars to help states fight the opioid epidemic. Nicole Leonard with our partner WHYY in Philadelphia reports the money would go toward addressing rising rates of drug overdose deaths in Pennsylvania and other states. The funding is earmarked for addiction treatment and recovery support services. Pennsylvania stands to get the fifth largest share at $72 million. White House officials say the funding amounts considered each state's drug overdose fatality rates and the presence of fentanyl, a synthetic opioid that appeared in 78 percent of all drug overdose deaths in Pennsylvania last year. Senator Bob Casey says communities in the Commonwealth are in dire need of the support. I know a lot's been done up to this point in time, but not nearly enough has been done to to deal with this scourge. Too many families in Pennsylvania have lost a loved one to this lethal drug that's trafficked into our country by criminals. The Biden administration is also pushing for another $1.2 billion to target drug trafficking at the border, especially illicit fentanyl. The number of Hispanic-owned businesses in Pennsylvania is growing rapidly. My colleague Gabriela Martinez delves into the recent data from the U.S. Department of Treasury and the Small Business Administration. Between 2012 and 2019, Hispanic-owned businesses in Pennsylvania have grown by nearly 50 percent, outpacing the overall growth of Hispanic businesses in the U.S., which was about 37 percent. Hispanic owners in the Commonwealth are creating businesses at a higher rate than their non-Hispanic peers, who created businesses at a rate of about 9% during the same time frame. John Fleming, regional head of the Small Business Administration, says the agency has been doing more to encourage businesses in underserved communities to apply for SBA loans. Things like uh, more outreach to the community um, through our resource partners. We also have a loan program that was uh, specifically targeting the underserved community, which includes Hispanic-owned businesses. The total number of loans to Hispanic-owned businesses in Pennsylvania has more than tripled. And we'll end this part of the morning agenda with a fun little story. More than a year ago, a Schuylkill County couple set out to visit every state park across this great commonwealth. Kat Bullis with our partner WVIA in Pittston reports they reached their goal last month. 
Marissa Klinger and Kenny Marlowe were on a camping trip at Bald Eagle State Park in Center County. There, they bought a passport book to Pennsylvania State Parks and Forest System. And we're like, you know, we're going to fill this, so that's where it kind of all started from. Throughout the 124 state parks and state forests, they towed a trailer on their truck. Life didn't stop while they were on their journey. The couple got engaged while camping at Parker Dam State Park in Clearfield County. They also got a puppy during their journey and named him Coozer after Coozer State Park in Somerset County. I feel like um, there's so much that people don't understand that there is to do in Pennsylvania. You can go to Lake Erie to Prescott State Park. There's a beach. You can go to the mountains in Clinton, Potter County. Now the couple, who are both 25 and live in Lavelle, wrapped up their journey with a full passport book near their home at Tuscarora State Park in Schuylkill County. So each morning I go through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for some stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that may impact you or your community in the future, or they just may be worth hearing about. So here's what you need to know. A mid-state community is shaken by the suicide of an 11-year-old boy. The York Dispatch reports the York City School District student, who was four months away from his 12th birthday, shot himself Sunday night. The district announced his death but avoided providing details. So far this year, police have investigated 62 cases of suicide in the county, three of those involving a minor. That's according to County Coroner Pam Gay. The biennial Pennsylvania Youth Survey shows suicide risks among teenagers in the state and the county rose over four years from 2017 through 2021. Now the district is letting families know they can contact their school social worker or counselor to ask about their children's emotional well-being by calling 717-849-1210. That's 717-849-1210. It's also pointing them to Wellspan York Hospital's crisis service at 717-851-2345. Again, that is 717-851-2345 if their child is in significant distress. Now, if you or someone you know may be considering suicide or is in crisis, call or text 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. A mid-state community is brainstorming ways to address what one business owner called a major homeless problem. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, reports Columbia, with a population of about 10,000 people, recently lost a 30-bed shelter and has replaced that with a 15-bed facility. Now, at a recent gathering, some people shared their own experiences with being homeless and said the community needs a permanent shelter. So research from earlier this year showed more than 500 people homeless in Lancaster County, with 107 living on the streets and more than 500 in shelters. As we wrap up this Friday edition of The Morning Agenda, just want to know what is the one song you are singing in your head today. Reach out to me on Twitter or on Blue Sky. I'm at T Lambert 895 on both those platforms. You can always email me as well, Tim underscore Lambert at WITF.org. And you know, a couple of months ago, I asked you to send a voice memo sharing your thoughts about the morning agenda. We heard from one person, Kathleen. We appreciated it. She ended up on a promo on air on WITF, so maybe you will too. Just send me a voice memo about what you like or don't like about the morning agenda at Tim underscore Lambert at WITF.org. 
So I know you're waiting for my song of the day. We're going back to the 90s for Rooster by Alice in Chains. And you can find that song as well as all my other songs of the day for this month by checking out our Spotify playlist. It's called, yes, the Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. And that does it for the Morning Agenda today. It's a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, and I'm heading to D.C. today for a conference with my colleagues who host Morning Edition or All Things Considered at public media stations across the country. So really looking forward to seeing some old friends. Randy Parker, by the way, will be your host on Monday, since I will most likely be recovering from all the information I soaked in at this conference. Thanks again for listening today. Your company is always appreciated and never taken for granted. Be well, enjoy the weekend, and I will talk to you again on Tuesday.